Hi, this is Jim. You can find us at babyboomertales.com. Once you've arrived at our podcast page, you can find links to our Boomers General Store, where you can purchase all things Baby Boomers, including our famous Baby Boomer Tales coffee mug in different styles and colors. There's a link to our Facebook page, a link to our YouTube channel, where you can hear Baby Boomer Tales podcasts and watch our Baby Boomer Tales videocast. You can email us at babyboomertales at gmail.com. Our unusual fact of the week, selfies now cause more deaths than shark attacks. We all know the cows cause more death than shark attacks. Now, beware of the selfie. Don't be standing at the rim of the Grand Canyon trying to take a selfie and forget where you're standing. Please, don't do that. Don't be standing on the sidewalk backing up trying to get your selfie just right and forget that you're no longer on the sidewalk but you're in the street. I would say please don't take a selfie, but even I've been found guilty of doing that on occasion. Although I don't really get it. I hold the camera. You're supposed to hold it up a little higher than your head so your nose and your chin don't look bigger. But then I have a hard time clicking the picture. And you know, you have to kind of turn it around so you see what you're doing. There's a little button to switch the picture front or back. Anyway, maybe I'm just not coordinated enough. That is a possibility. Our song of the week this week is I Will Follow Him by Little Peggy March. It was written in 1961 as an instrumental. In 1963, with the lyrics written by Norman Gimbel, March recorded the song. It reached number one on the Billboard Hot 100 charts on April 27, 1963, and it stayed there at number one for three weeks. This song made March the youngest female artist to have a number one single in the U.S. She was 15 years old. And where he goes, I'll follow him. When I was about 10 years old, a new business came to town. As you drive down Main Street going west, you dip down over a small hill. And on the right there, there was a little building. I think that building's still there. Not positive. It was kind of reddish brown, kind of barn red type thing. And it kind of had a miniature carnival going on there. But the... Main attraction was they had this little, looked like a horse race track, kind of oval shape. It was all fenced in. It was much smaller than like Churchill Downs or anything, of course. But you could rent a horse or a pony, I believe, probably pony rides, and ride that pony around on this little miniature racetrack, round and around and around. Well, us kids did that, but my brother John wanted to do it again. So he got on his pony, 
started going, and all of a sudden the pony took off like something must have spooked it. Started running when it came to the first bend where it was bending to the left and turning the corner there. Well, he threw Brother John off. I was about 10, so John must have been about 7. Maybe I was 9 and he was 6. He wasn't very old and wasn't very big. I remember my mom freaked out. We all stood there with our mouths open, eyes wide. John kind of gets up, dusts himself off, walks back to where we all were. I'm sure my mom ran up and got him, tried to get him anyway. He probably shoved her off. said, get me that horse again. I'm going to ride him. <laughs> I've tried to train myself not to laugh when I tell something that I find funny. But I have to laugh at that memory. I was smiling the whole time I was telling it. It's one of those that's etched into my brain so I can't eject it, even if I wanted to. Well, that started us, my family, having horses. Next thing I know, Dad came home with this little Welch pony. Not terrible small, a Welch pony's larger than a Shetland pony. And his name was Spuddy. Well, I'm not sure of the timeline or anything, but right about the same time, Dad bought what he called his farm up on the mesa, up above town. We lived on the hill, but there was a mesa above us. That's where the airport was, and on the north side of that airport was my dad's farm, eight acres. As time went on, he fenced it and built a barn and built a pump house so he had fresh water, dug a well, you know. And so that was Spuddy's home. John and Spuddy were best buddies. Well, after a while, we got a Palomino, a mare named Goldie. Of course, that was John's horse. Now, Don and me, and even my sister Jan, when she got a little older, we were around, and we'd maybe ride a horse once in a while, but John took to him like a duck takes to a pristine pond. He was just on those horses all the time. Well, after a while, Dad got a gilding. There was a Palomino also. His name was Blaze. Now, I'm not really sure whatever happened to Spuddy, but Spuddy did go on somewhere else. And as John got older, he got a mare named Cinnamon. She was a nice horse. So we had two, three, four horses around up at the farm all the time. Just seemed like we always had a horse up there at least. John had a pretty good friend that liked to ride horses, too. Her name was Cindy, and that girl would ride a horse like an Indian, just jump on it, and no reins, no saddle, no nothing, just probably no shoes on, just ride that horse. John and her became fast friends. Now, I wasn't immune to having horses because when I was a little boy, probably five, six, seven years old, our neighbors, Mary Ellen's family, her older sister had a Palomino horse. Now, I don't really know, and I should ask John, I don't think that that Palomino horse was Goldie, but I don't know. I really don't, and I'm not going to take the time to call Brother John, although I should. I need to talk to him, but I've got a deadline on a podcast here I've got to get out. So, as memory has it, Goldie was not Mary Ellen's sister's horse before they moved away. 
Now for the top 10, 55 years ago, that's the top 10 pop songs this week in 1967. Number 10, an open letter to my teenage son, Victor Lundberg. Number 9, in and out of love, Diana Ross and the Springs. Number 8, by the Beatles, Hello Goodbye. Number 7, I second that emotion. Smokey Robinson and the Miracles. Number six, by Lulu, To Sir With Love. Number five, I Heard It Through the Grapevine, Gladys Knight and the Pips. Number four, I Say a Little Prayer, Dion Warwick. Number three, Incense and Peppermints, Strawberry Alarm Clock. Number two, the Rain, The Park, and Other Things by the Cow Sills. And the number one song this week, it's the second week in a row it's been number one. It'll end up being number one for four weeks in a row by the Monkees, Daydream Believer. Old Sleepy Jean. Back in the late 1950s and early 1960s, there was a teen idol, and his name was Fabian. Fabian Forte was his name. I never even knew he had a last name. I always thought it was just Fabian. He had 11 songs that reached the Billboard Hot 100 charts. He also acted in movies and TV shows. I spoke a week or two about the term teen idol was coined first to describe Ricky Nelson. But then all of a sudden there were teen idols everywhere. Fabian, Elvis, all kinds of guys. Well, in about 1973, I bought my first horse. Even though my family had horses, my brother John loved horses and probably still does to this day. I think maybe he told me his last horse died. Anyway, I bought my first horse about 1973 when I lived out there at the Jap camp. Some old log cabins I've spoken about on several occasions. Up towards the lake town, clear back by the Table Mountain. Back on that 5,000 acre ranch where a bunch of us lived in not a commune. No sir, we were just a bunch of wannabe mountain men. Living out there in the middle of nowhere, no electricity, no running water bunch of dogs and one horse. That horse was a registered half Arabian and the other half was Welch Pony. Just like old Spuddy back when I was a boy. I bought that horse for one reason, one reason only. I had this pipe dream and a pipe dream was all it was, guaranteed, of doing a pack trip on horseback, maybe up Canada somewhere. And I bought old Fabian to be the pack horse. He is a stout, sturdy little guy, but I hated that name Fabian. I did. So I changed his name, not on the registry, just calling him, to Tatanka Wakan. I called him Tonka Wickon, but I said, Horse, your name is now Tatanka Wakan. Well, Tatanka Wakan in the Lakota Sioux language is translated roughly to holy buffalo. Well, every day I go out and I give Tatanka Wakan 
oats in the wintertime. I had to feed them hay. But I soon realized that my dream was starting to fade. After I moved out of the Jap camp, I put Donka Wakon up at Dad's farm. And one day I went up there. That horse had a big dent in his head right between his eyes. Probably was quarter to a half inch deep, as big as a quarter. And we theorized that John's horse, Cinnamon, must have kicked him right between the eyes. Didn't kill him. He was one tough little dude. I'll tell you what. He was tough. It probably killed anybody or anything else. Cinnamon was a big horse. Well, as my dream of riding and horsebacking up in Canada faded, I sold that horse to old Rocky up in the lake town. I even made a little money off of him, which really amazed me and impressed me because Rocky was a horseman. He knew his horses, and I really thought that he was going to offer me less than what I paid for that horse in the first place. But he was a fair man, and he must have saw something in old Tonka Wakan. Probably called him Fabian once he left my care. Tatanka Wakan. Just all part of me thinking I was some kind of an Indian. As I said before, I have no idea what our Native American brothers had to go through once all of us Europeans showed up on the scene. I'm not apologizing or anything. Things change. But I always have that soft spot in my heart for the Lakota Sioux and the Arapaho, especially. Never ever lose that desire to be kind. It's what separates us and keeps all that is good away from all that is evil. Thanks for riding along today. Happy trails, my friends. I'll be back next Wednesday Peace out. By the way, Brother John ended up marrying that little gal that rode like an Indian. You never know when you're young, if you turn right instead of left, or left instead of right, what trail life might have taken you to. Just do your best smile and know that you're blessed.